Welcome, everyone, to the WFR Marriage Podcast, a conversation about marriage for marriage. I'm your so-called host, Jonathan Wallace, and uh, I'm in the room again, and it's air-conditioned this time with Trey, Anna, and my beautiful wife, Tara. How y'all doing? Doing great. That was not you to turn it off. And the air conditioner is not messing me off. We waited until the absolute last minute to get the hurricane out of the room. Sweating (laughs) for the Lord in here. That's right. That's right. Well, we're back at it again today. I made it here. Uh, I was talking to Terry when I had a flat tire. If you ever go through Monroe and you have to change a tire somewhere between Millhaven and uh, the mall, I advise you go on the rim because people do not get over. It's a little scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's scary for sure. We made it safe here, though. We made it safe here, though. So we're going to talk about a fun topic today that um, I think we all think we know about, but probably all don't really know as much as we think we know about, and that is love. Mm-hmm. Not sex. It's love. Mm-hmm. It's love. So making love. That's right. So yeah, there we go. Perfect example of how people do not know what love really is. So how long can you stay in love, Tara? Oh goodness. Well, I'm going on almost twenty three, twenty four, twenty five years or so. But honestly, I mean, I think it's a choice that you have to make. It's not something that just, oh, I feel the butterfly flutters and, nah, it don't work like that. (laughs) I was just thinking, I was like, Mm -mm. as long as you want to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. Well, I would look at it different, I guess. If if you're talking about the romantic, intense feeling you get when you first meet somebody, Mm -hmm. like, I don't think very long. I think there's been studies Mm -hmm. that said two or three years, four years maybe, that feeling kind of last and and um that's about it but the staying in love part the falling in love like that's that's the easy part you just need two Mm -hmm. people with a pulse you know but to stay in love like that's that's a whole other topic and actually i can remember i tell the story before uh going to a wedding and uh, my uncle was there and he's like um we're talking about the the couple and he's like "I, i never congratulate the couple at a wedding and i thought well why not, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, if you think about it, they really hadn't done anything yet. I mean, really, what, what have they done, you know? Yeah. They're just they're just getting married. I was like, well, you know, what do, what do you say? He said, well, I, you know, I tell them I'm praying for them and um, tell them I'm there for them. But I always tell them, too, he said, um, that come back to me in 20, 25 years, and then I'll congratulate you. Right. You know? Right. And uh I don't know. I thought it was kind of harsh at first, but uh, now that I've been married mm-hmm. over 20 years yeah, myself, I, I'm more aligned with his view. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you really hadn't done anything yet. Yeah. You fell in love, mm-hmm. but you got to stay in love. You know? Yeah, and a lot of times those good feelings don't last past the honeymoon, do Mm-mm. they? No. No. And I, I think there's just different types of love. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, there's a love you have for your your husband or your wife, and then there's a the love that you have for Christ. There's a love you have for your kids. There's a love you have for your friends. and for, So I think everything is a different kind of type of love. Love in the mm-hmm. English language is tough, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting because uh, I think it's such a muddled word in our culture mm-hmm. today. Like, I love ice cream mm-hmm. and I love my wife. Well, what do you mean by that? You yeah. know? Right. What do you mean when you say I love you? Um, because you could I really, mean, I really I know do the, love some ice cream. Uh, well, me too, but I love you too. And I know I was just, it makes me think about, Tara, what you were saying, like the Greek language is very specific when it talks mm-hmm. about love. And it has five different meanings, whereas our the English version just has one meaning. Mm-hmm. So you really kind of have to think about what the Greek 
meaning I guess we could talk about those. Oh, you know, words, those I, mean, words. I mean, I think we could run through, you know, the just real quick. Yeah. Um, like, like I could say, Jonathan, I love you, and that not be awkward because in the Greek language, that's a brotherly that's right. love, you know, mm-hmm. friendship. Yeah. So. Phileo, or which is where we get Philadelphia mm-hmm. from, and I think what well, another one is, is like stor- is stor- storge. Storge, yeah. Which yeah. Is a more of a natural love, like you have for your kids. Family right? love. It's like a family, family love. bonding. That's blood kin. You no, know, yeah. That's well, just erotic. Going back yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> sexual. That's sexual. I'm sorry. But <laughs> and then uh, uh, epithemia, I think. Is the that's other one. one I don't know. That's uh, where we get the word thermos, thermos from, and that's like a passion, steamy, okay. romantic, Heated. feeling type love. I learned so, something yeah. new today. I didn't know yeah, that. I didn't I didn't know that either. either. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to talk to C.S. Lewis because he's the one that taught me about all of these. Yeah, YouTube. well. I didn't remember that one being on the yeah. YouTube. With, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the most important is agape. 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 Mm-hmm. Right, right. Which I think is. And what does that mean? I don't think anybody really has ever felt. I mean, agape is tough to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like a combination, maybe of a lot of them. I think think the main thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead, babe. I think the main thing agape is is it is sacrificial Mm -hmm. love. It is a type of love that is an action that you choose. Mm -hmm. It is a decision. You have to make. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say because I think it's the only one where you don't necessarily have to have all the emotions right. involved. The other five are, you know, feelings and emotions right. uh, mm-hmm. per se. But agape is just like Tara said and Anna said, like it's just a decision, a choice yeah. that you make. Just like God uh, made for us. Like he decided to send his son to die for us. Like that was the decision that he made. Not that he doesn't have feelings, but it's just not based on feelings. Right. You know? right. Well, it's kind of like you said earlier, Trey, like you could say to Jonathan, you love him, you phileo, whatever, however you say the word, love him, a brotherly type love. He phileo nice me. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also agape him. So, for instance, right. mm-hmm. if Jonathan did something um, in a way that hurt Trey in some way, Trey can tr- choose to also not just love him with a brotherly type of love because the feeling of that brotherly love may be gone but he can choose to agape love mm-hmm. Jonathan and choose forgiveness and say hey you know what I'm not going to hold this against you we'll work through this so there's agape love that's why it's the decision one because you can have those other types of love and then when someone does something that breaks your trust that hurts you or whatever that's where you have a you have a choice to make. Yeah, and I think I think the love you're speaking of is 1 Corinthians 13. It's like mm-hmm. 1 through 8. And the kids were reading that. We were talking about it today because I mean, really and truly that's all of the things that he's telling us about, be patient, be kind, um all of those things some of them are hard. It's mm-hmm. a choice that you do have to make. So I feel like. Well, they don't come natural. No. No. Most no. Of them don't. Not at all. It's something you have to choose to do mm-hmm. every day. You might have one where you're like a patient person That's or right. something, but it, most of them don't come natural at all. I would so. agree. I would agree. All right. So my favorite verse, um, you know, is is John 3.16, right? But we're going to talk mm-hmm. about First John 3.16. Anybody want to read 1 John 3.16? This is how we know what love is. 
Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If Just 16? Yeah. Yeah. Lay down our life for our brothers and our sisters. So mm-hmm. when we read that, there's another factor that comes into that agape love, and that's we've mentioned it as sacrifice. All right, willing mm-hmm. to lay down our lives. Um I would say I'm willing to lay down my life for just about everybody in this room, but I don't know if push comes to shove, I would be willing to lay down my life for somebody that I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that that sacrificial love that, that kind of encompasses agape kind of includes that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you, what's your opinion on that? I mean, it kind of even we see that love even to people that we don't really know well. Well, I was just going to say, maybe I should have kept reading because it goes on with 17 and 18. It says, if anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need, but has no pity on him or does not sacrifice anything for them, how can the love of God be in him? Then it says, dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. Mm-hmm. And so it, call, it, it takes something. We yeah. have to act. Well, and and uh, I agree, Jonathan. Like I take a bullet for all you guys too, and I'd take one for Anna, uh, definitely um, first and foremost. But we're talking about marriage, mm-hmm. and when, when we talk about laying down our lives, what are we saying? We're saying to give up my preferences over my spouse's. Mm-hmm. That's that is laying down your life, also mm-hmm. uh, with the little things. And so we we always think of taking a bullet, or mm-hmm. you know, stepping in front of a train, or you know, whatever. But really, it's just giving up ourselves, our own rights, for the mm-hmm. sake of our spouse. I've heard someone say before, and I have no idea who said it. So, but it wasn't me. <laughs> I just remember. It I just remember that it was really you good. Credit, it, whoever said it, whoever said it, you get the credit. But um, it was like, yeah. So you'll you'll lay down your life for your wife or your husband. You'll give your life. You'll die for them. That's why you'll die for them. That's great. But will you live for them? Yeah. yeah. Like that's a whole nother ball game mm-hmm. to live my life. In such a way that is for my spouse, not for myself. And I was, um, I was just researching the topic of love today, and in the Bible, different translations have different, you know, amounts of time. But it's one of the most mentioned words in the Bible. Uh, over 500 times, he mentions love, or love is mentioned, and you know, God also refers to it quite a few times, but. Um, that should show you something. It's it's important. Very and important. Very important. And really, just the thought that comes to my mind is when Trey said you sacrifice your own wants and desires. Who do we belong to? Are we, do we belong to ourselves anymore? Right. No. No. Mm-hmm. We don't. We we were right. purchased by what the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. So we, we belong to Him. So we should kind of cloak ourselves in who He is. And so. Which is the essence of being a Christian. That's, right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, let's stay in First John. First John four seven. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Now, if y'all want to stop right there and sing, I'm fine with that. <laughs> but everyone who has love has been born of God and knows God. So, knowing God, there's this correlation between knowing God and loving. Right? Mm-hmm. How has that panned out in your marriage? You know what? I have written, uh, like I'm 
have my Bible's open to this in my Bible. And when I see my notes that have been written over different times, I can remember when I wrote these. And I can remember being in a really hard place in our marriage and struggling to choose to love Trey, to act in loving ways. Um, and one day I realized, like, well, I'm praying to God, help me to love him better, help me to love him better, you know, help me to love better. And then it finally, like, just jumped out to me where it says, verse 7 says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Any, everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God. And that stopped, and I was like, oh, and I have written out to the side, to love better or at all, I need to get to know God better. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think contextually, contextually in this passage, uh, he's dealing with people who, this, he's telling these people, like, this is how you know someone is a Christian, mm-hmm. like, is how they, how they love. And so in marriage, you know, and we see this a lot all the time, is people say, yeah, I love my spouse, but uh, I don't want to you know, give up or go the extra mile when the stuff hits the fan for lack of better terms. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I don't want to love my wife then. And so what, what are you saying though? You know, um, or, you know, you saying you're a Christian and this is, John is saying here, like, this is how you know that you're a Christian is uh, by how you love. Yeah, I, I mean, Tara said love is mentioned like 500 times or more in the Bible. I think like a third of them is probably right here. Yeah. Just one no, right. Yeah. I mean, it's just over and over driving home that fact. If you're not loving, you're not representing Christ for sure. So, mm-hmm. And if you're not if you're not loving, do you actually belong to him? Mm-hmm. And I think if you, that statement like, well, yeah, I love my spouse, and but... If this or this, then I don't feel like love. Well, then you don't love them. No. You don't. Like, that's not what love right. is. Like right. Give and take. We can read all through the Bible. That's not what love is. So then don't say that you do love them. Loving, I think you can measure how much someone loves someone else by what they choose to do and the, th- the way they choose to act when the other person is is at their worst yeah. and is being and is actually hurting just like God done for us when right. we were at our worst he died for us I know from our marriage um, we well I guess I should keep it to me I thought I knew what love was until um, the bottom fell out so to speak and you know there were sexual sin and affairs and pornography and alcohol and uh, both you know both ways but um, until I had to make decision to stop, stay and fight and forgive. And, and and then I started to understand, okay, this is more in line with what love is. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's those things. Mm-hmm. I see, I think about last last few days, I, I see Tara's love for me and my personal relationship with her um, of how she's treated me in the last few days. And... Just when you say things go bad, it's been it's been a rough few days as far as for me, just mostly mentally. But her consistency is there, and that's just evident of you know that consistent love that the Father has for us. Yeah, right. It's not based on it's not based on how good of a person I've been. It's not based on the how she feels because I know she's hurting right now. Um, I know her back's bothering her. She's got to have surgery. But she still makes that choice mm-hmm. to love me mm-hmm. like that and, and help bring me up. And so 
it's almost like a supernatural thing, right? When things really get bad or, you know, everybody's not in a good situation, it could just all fall apart right then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's something there that gives you the ability to keep going. And yeah. I think that's the beauty of marriage. I think mm-hmm. that's why God gives us a partner because... We all have bad days. We all have good days. And it's your responsibility as a husband or a wife to be that positive or be that encouragement whenever the other spouse is having just horrible days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like it's not based off of um, performance. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I perform terribly, Trey's going to choose to still love me anyway. He may not like me very much, (laughs) but he's going to choose to love me. He's going to choose to commit. It's not going to be like, oh, my gosh, like I'm just done. And we've been there. We've had that that kind of life where it was roller coaster all the time. Any fight, well, that's it. We're done. And we're separating. And, like, that's no way to live at all. It's miserable. And I thought um, you said something, too, about, like, that performance and how where does love come from and that go back to verse seven at the beginning where it says for love comes from god Mm -hmm. and i put above that not from my ability to love like it's not even rooted in how well i can love it's gonna that still has to come from god which means that has to come from my relationship Mm -hmm. with him yeah that's that's a good point because none of us have the ability to do that perfectly every time. So that's when the grace and forgiveness comes in. We're going to have to have that towards each other. But we don't, I don't have the ability to love Anna like I should without God's mm-hmm. help. And so that's, right. that's first and foremost. Mm-hmm. I think about so many times Tara and I have been told, look, how y'all have such a great marriage. I wish we could have what y'all had or what y'all have. And in my mind, I'm thinking, boy, y'all don't really see behind the scenes. <laughs> you don't get to see that. And, and you get into Corinthians, and the first part of the Corinthians talks about that showmanship, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you might have tongues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but if you don't have love, it's just nothing. It's mm-hmm. just noise, right? But if I can you know, get up and prophesy and, and give words, all of that is just nothing if i'm so intelligent that i can dig down deep and pull out the meat of the word that nobody else can do but if you don't have love it's all for nothing mm-hmm. right and then we get into some things that love what love is so let's get let's get into some things that like love is patient what does that look like in your marriage it doesn't pressure the other person i think to do things that mm-hmm. they don't want to do mm-hmm. primarily mm-hmm. and it waits it doesn't have a problem waiting for change either. Mm-hmm. So what if my, what if Trey struggles with a certain sin, but he is surrendering to God? Like I, it's being patient and waiting, allowing God to work. Long suffering is what, like just how God is so patient with us, and allows us time to change, to pro- go through a process of change. A lot of times, it'll be like. Oh, I mean, this is the third time now. That's it. I'm done. He's never going to change. Right. <laughs> well, that's not very patient. patient. <laughs> I would say patience um, is not my virtue. So I have to, if I didn't have God, I'd, I would be in deep, deep trouble. 
because I'm not a patient person. Like, you know, I think things should be done a certain way, and I want them done right then, and my kids can tell you that. But I've seen you like that in mm-hmm. the restaurant. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, my, my food. Yeah. But I've, I've gotten a lot better, a lot better. I'm like, okay, you know, um, just like in a restaurant, you know, our waitress might have had a bad day. You have to be patient, and mm-hmm. learning those things is um, – is important. Mm-hmm. It's very important. And then you get into things like kindness and, and lacks envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. I mean, it, for me, that just ties into it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I think ultimately with all these, you know, being patient, kind, and not proud, and uh, not rude, and all, the, all of these, uh, which I think there are 16 of them, mm-hmm. like these are not 16 feelings. These are 16 habits right. of love. These, these, you know, the, I think there was a book, maybe Love Does, I think was the name of it. Maybe does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what it does. It, it, love is an action. Like it, it does something. It, it lives these out. It doesn't claim these. Mm-hmm. It, it does these. And, and all of these, by the way, are God's characteristics. They're the character of God. I think that's where our world or our nation goes wrong because they think that love is a feeling. You know, they're, mm-hmm. when you get married, you're going to feel all those little butterflies. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you might. Feel those little butterflies. You might feel crazy um, for your spouse, but it is something. It is these actions that you have to continue to do day after day after day. So I don't yeah. think marriage should be taken lightly because this is what God expects of us. Because yeah. those feelings are going to go away. And in fact, I remember telling our two oldest girls. Um, and, you know, one of them's married already, just telling her, like, you will never love someone as deeply as you're going to love your husband. But I can promise you, you're never going to hate someone as deeply as you're going to hate your husband. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to he's going to have the same types of feelings towards yeah. you also. <laughs> like, it's just it's a very intimate relationship and you're going to hurt each other and mm-hmm. you're not going to like each other. And I will use the strong word. Of and that's why I think like, as far as, you know, we call on this staying in love and like, how do you do that when those things happen in marriage, which they are going to happen. We know that. And I think it's more about instead of finding the right person, you're, you're becoming the right person mm-hmm. yourself right. as, right. as you know, you're, trying to get your spouse to become the right person you're becoming the right person more than more than that so mm-hmm. so i think that's the key to staying in love is becoming the right person it, is. it, takes, you know, it takes a commitment it takes a, that, that choice that commitment to to write it out i know i think jeremy and kim have become the the banner couple for commitment right mm-hmm. yeah you know, it seems like every time they talk it, it's along those lines here right you know but just Man, closing those doors and being committed to, to loving the spouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I love imitating God. I think that is just. But to imitate God, what do you have to do? You got to know His attributes. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you have to spend time in the Word. Yeah. Um, well, that's a lot. I know. One more thing I want to add to that because you always say, you know, you always hear opposites attract. We were opposite, and we were attract to each other we attracted to each other mm-hmm. and still are i mean we've we we've grown together you know as many years as we've been together but um loving the differences that your spouse has is very important mm-hmm. I think. 
you have to love those differences along with, you know, the things that you have in common. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Heaps and heaps of grace mm-hmm. and forgiveness yep. is one Definitely. thing I was just throwing there last. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Lots of grace, lots mm-hmm. of forgiveness. Challenge. Let's, let's challenge. Um, love is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Right, and when we get to that list, you got love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Think about the fruits of the spirits that you need to work on in your own life. Uh, go to God in prayer, study, and make the decision every day to challenge yourself to get better in those. Mm-hmm. So, um, we appreciate your time. We appreciate um, you lending an ear. We feel like that love is something that we could probably talk about. Another podcast. What do y'all think? Yeah, <laughs> probably will. <laughs> probably It'll come will. around again for sure. Yeah, so. That's right. That's right. All right. So I always blunder this. So, Trey, you're just going to talk now about what I always ask you to talk about at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just say uh, if you have any questions or comments about uh, any of our podcasts, uh, we'd love to hear from you, answer any questions, or if you have something you'd like us to talk about, uh, feel free uh, to do that. So that's mm-hmm. right. With that said, ladies. Anything to add? Yeah, we're glad we're glad that we could be here. That God puts this into play, and mm-hmm. that we can talk to you guys. Um, definitely contact us. You know, yeah. if you if you have anything that you wanna you want us to have topic on, we'd love to hear from mm-hmm. you. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thank yeah. you guys.